Well, hello there. Welcome to another episode of Sounds of a Frenchman with Cizy Young, myself. So today I got a very interesting episode. I have uh, more interesting than in the episode itself is the guest. Uh, her name is Gabiano Gabi. She's my friend. She's the one that introduced me to the world of podcasting uh, and uh, gave me all those, that wonderful experience. She's a fantastic young lady that have a very, very good take on uh, what's going on beyond what you can see in the mind. So that's what we're going to talk about today. The consciousness, subconsciousness, astral projection, mind manipulation. I mean, uh, just sit back and relax. This is just just a candid conversation between two friends that like to educate each other so i hope you're gonna enjoy sit back pour yourself one of your favorite beverage for me on this one it's gonna be rum but i hey to each his own water is best enjoy guys welcome back welcome back on sounds of a frenchman i'm cz young i'm your host and uh i first i gotta say i love being there i love being there talking to you guys and today i got a special guest it's my friend gabiano Gabiano is the person that brought me into the podcasting world. She gave me the mic for the first time and that really what drove me in, what what threw me into the rabbit hole. Gabiano, thank you very much for being with us today. How are you doing? I'm so good. I'm so happy to be with Caesar Young in a different environment, you know? <laughs> it's it's we always you know, it's nice to see you in a different environment and see where our consciousness takes us this time last time i was with you and doing some sushi mommy that's right that's right, right. we're talking about wine yeah and now i'm going more into streaming our consciousness all right so that's that's your podcast right that's uh, that's the name of your yeah. podcast all right talk to me about that a little bit what uh what, how many yeah. episodes you do uh what, how is it going pod. we're on season two already and episode like three on season like we probably our 13th episode we're going on our 14th that's phenomenal. And we're, yeah, so I'll give you a little last one. I mean, we're really talking about the metaphysics of like porn rights. I like that. I like yeah, that. You know, like you know, I like fans. stuff. I like stuff that are of the yeah. of the of the mainstream. You know what I mean? Like that's where yeah. we got to go. Like people got to get informed on what's going on. We got to talk about shit. Right. So today we're going to talk about that. That's kind of your specialty. We talk about consciousness. Right. And, you know, I'm into conspiracy theories. You know, I'm I'm deep inside the rabbit hole and looking for what what, what people are trying to do to us and uh, how can we get a, into a, a better species you know and uh, try to understand uh, what's going on, becoming a, a little more independent as individuals and, uh, and yeah. more connected together. I'm yeah, I mean, you're the person who exposed me to that idea. I just wouldn't think about it too much because you can't, you can't let your like mind freak you out too much. But you know, it, like it's nice getting into a world with you and going deep down the rabbit hole and just ex knowing those ideas exist, not being scared of them and not fearing them, but knowing they exist and it's happening. Definitely. So, so yeah, that's funny you say that. I got a lot of people when I approach the subject with them and they say, oh my God, no, I cannot even think about that because, you know, uh, uh, then it takes your whole life and then you go crazy and you think everything is negative. I'm not that type of person. I'm actually, you you know me, I'm a, I'm a very positive guy. I, I love to live and all that. And, and I, but I just need to know. You know, I just yeah. need to know. Yeah. Actually, I'd be, I be more depressed. I'd be more down if I don't know. I need to know, even mm -hmm. if it's a negative thing that is coming to me, it doesn't matter. As long as I know, I feel better about it. You know, I think that's the important. Well, yeah, thing. and some people, yeah, some people live down that road, and some people want ignorance mm -hmm. is bliss. Yep, yep, you're right. You know? You're right. So that's, you know. So, uh, so, so, right before we started recording, we we, we talked about something very, very uh, relevant of, of today. 
you know, today, uh, March 2021, we deep into that COVID stuff, right? We like down in it, right? We've been a year into it and now we can talk about it. Like a year ago, we were all like scared of each other and stuff like that. Like we didn't know what to face. Now we kind of know a little bit more and we have, uh, we all got impacted somehow, some way, friends around us and things of that sense. And uh, so I always presented uh, uh, the, the whole uh, concept of uh, mind manipulation as an external source. You know, uh, you have those those things uh, like Project MK Ultra that was a, a, a government, a CIA project in the 60s and 70s that was, uh, the goal was to manipulate the mind of people or at least do research on how to manipulate the mind of people. And um, if you start reading about it, you notice that very often it's through uh, techniques that are, uh, uh, I would say, direct. Like uh, you give LSD to somebody and you see how he reacts to it. Or, or, or you do some type of, of uh, hypnose or something and see how the people react to it. That's how, that's how it was done back then. But now we're on another level. It's 40 years later and... And when you start talking about like how people are impacted around us and what it does to us, to our mind, you notice that it, people don't need to drop LSD into your glass into, in order to get in your mind. You know what I mean? Like this is something mm -hmm. that can be done remotely, right? Through media. Like you say, mm -hmm. we, got a, we got that friend that get COVID and... And now you saw that friend and now you go back home and now you going crazy, right? Yeah. Because, you're oh my calculating. God. Maybe I got it this time. Maybe I got it that time. Your, your mind is calculating all that events and you're not in the present. You're thinking about the past, reliving it, trying to freaking out yourself for the present because you think you're contagious and you can't be in contact with people. And you're going to, you don't want to kill people. You know, mm -hmm. that's a God forbid, like, you know, you bring it home. You know, you bring it to your family. Oh my God, I'm the one that endangered my family, right? There's that whole spirit of it. And I think to me, this is, this is a whole manipulation thing. Once people turn off the TV, imagine if we would have never had TV into that whole time, right? You would have just known about COVID through, let's say, your doctor. And you wouldn't have had that in mind. Like, I always ask myself that question. If I would have never known about COVID, would I be scared of it? You yeah, know, if right? I just hear a friend like, oh, hey, I got COVID, like the same way that, oh, I got the flu or something like that. You know what I mean? I would have never toughed. I would have never went into that psychosis of going home and washing my hands 20 times. And did I forget to take off my shoes? Did I, oh my God, I got to take off my clothes outside and put them in the bag and things of that essence, right? It's all imposed on us. It's all an idea that was like, that was that was thrown into our mind right be scared of others be scared of what's going on and so all right so so let's backtrack a little bit because what we want to talk about we want to talk about the consciousness and i think like i told you when i start talking about consciousness with people uh i didn't study that type of things i, I never went to college right? so I, I i don't really have the the, the verbiage in order to explain it to people. But I noticed that most persons around me, when I try to hint the fact that there's something else in your mind that a physical body, you know, that a physical entity, it's a concept that is comp very, very hard to comprehend, right? So I, I want to know if you go through that when you try to explain your podcast to people and all that, because I know me, I have a difficulty. You, you're very good at explaining it. I love what you do in your podcast. Oh, <laughs> It's great. Um, yeah, it's really, yes, you're right. It's like really difficult to explain. And I, I experienced that difficulty when I would have to read all of these philosophers ideas about consciousness, about everything in the world. And there's obviously no like real answers to it. So you're just, just delving. I'm just like, when I'm doing my papers, I have to take their arguments and their ideas break them down, make my own argument or kind of go back and forth and kind of pretend I'm talking to them about this idea. And it would take me forever to hand in papers because I'm like, it's never done. I can't, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, you're not asking me to write an assignment that's just like 
quick and blah 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 these are real like life questions hmm. existential and, uh, it's hard to put in words and these are yeah the, it's a lot of ideas are hard to put into like concise paragraphs and words and and theory conclusion form like you know like mm. argument one two three and put into a conclusion therefore i think this like putting a thesis to everything are you like we're just talking about it now but, but like if you really want to go deep and like then we you know like i could write you a whole paper on this mm. Mm. yeah there's so there's the whole thing of uh things being palpable you know what i mean like what you can touch what you can't see is very hard to comprehend to understand except that if you put yourself on another level if you put yourself in the in the mind of those philosophers and things like that but but this is a concept that is yeah. that is very present with uh, with a lot of things like especially things that i uh, that i uh, research like uh, the ufo phenomenon for example when people uh, when you start talking about ufo and people they never see something they never see something in the sky you still there Yeah, I'm right here. Uh, they never see something in the sky that makes them say, okay, that's a phenomenon that exists. So when you try to explain to them, first of all, you look crazy because society say that you're crazy if you think that. Uh, because some scientists say so. And... Uh, And it's extremely hard to, 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 to explain to somebody something that they cannot see. They cannot touch it. I, I, I... That's, that, yeah, like that's phenomen phenomenology is the, like knowing through experience. Hmm. Right? So aliens and UFOs, those are all like fake. We, like media makes that into like fake alien invasions. Hmm. So we don't think it's real. We don't see UFOs like we see planes. Mm -mm. But if you're a random person and you have that experience of seeing this weird hmm. ass UFO in the sky that does not move like a plane, then you actually think it's true because you see it for your own eyes. Yep. But we don't have documents and like, oh, UFOs are a spaceship from aliens. From a, no, that doesn't say that in the, what UFOs are. It's all like, I think it's this, I think it's that. It's all, yeah. it's all theory. Yeah, it's all theory. And, and there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of the media aspect of it, uh, of all those things. If you have a, a mainstream uh, TV shows that start talking about uh, the soul, You know the soul, the consciousness, the what's uh, the, the 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 energies, the 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 vibration that our body creates and things like that. If you have that, then people are going to start getting into it. The problem is that doesn't happen. This is something that is in margin of the society. People don't even want to think about it because it's not exposed. You know what I mean? So, so there's a lot mm -hmm. of those subjects where you face that. I mean, the, 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 the whole aspect of consciousness and subconsciousness is something that has been studied for years. I mean, uh, what, Nietzsche and all that, that was like back in the days. There have been a long time that we've been writing books about psychology, about, about things that are not automatically palpable. But, uh, but still to this day, it is, this is the concept. It's, it's a con all right, like somebody that is a... Me... A, a, I always saw schizophrenia, for example, as a higher elevation, all right? Uh, I, I lived it through my family. I had people around me, friends and mm. family, that were touched by that. And, uh, and I always thought that they were just too advanced, metaphysically, in order to be comprehended by society. But society yeah. just classified yeah. them as crazy. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? And that's a super hard concept. And that's what we're facing now. Uh, uh, when I start telling people, listen, there's a fight for your mind. It's why will somebody fight for my mind? You know why? First of all, you cannot perceive it. You cannot see somebody going around and plugging something on your head and say, hey, I'm going to get into your head because that's not how it works. If he was walking like that, people will reject it. You know, instantly they will notice it and reject it. But, but that's not what's going on. There is a fight for our mind and it only becomes obvious when you research it. For the common people, it's very, very hard to understand that. Like we were saying earlier, like I, I always have that concept of day, right? Day, when I talk about conspiracy theories, I always say day. Oh, day on the banking system. Day, 
I know what I, who I'm talking about when I talk about day because I did long research on it, so I can put a name. I just say day because it's convenient for me. But uh, but most people, when you tell them that, they don't know who is doing that. I don't that. know. I don't you know who don't day know. is. That's you don't know who day is exactly. I, I listen. I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a whole episode on day. I, I think I'm gonna call it episode day. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Who's day? Who's day? I got. I gotta to. do that. I gotta do that. But but the concept of all right, there is something. Somebody that is go, that is doing something to me, to my mind. That is trying to do something to my mind that I cannot perceive. That thing I cannot perceive it. That weapon I cannot perceive it. And I don't even know who those people are. So it's almost impossible to understand why will they get me and who are they to get me, to come get me, to, go, to come like search into my mind like that and get into my brain and try to make me do something, try to get me vaccinated, try to get me this and try to get me to be scared of my neighbor. You know what I mean? It's very, very tough to comprehend for people. But, the, but that doesn't mean it's not real. You understand what I mean? Because you're under the impression that they're keeping you safe. And mm. all of those things that you, you know, you're fearing because you want to be safe. Mm. That's why you're, you don't want to get near people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because the... I don't know. Yeah. Right? That's, that's what I think. I and that's why, that's, that's why you're so manipulated because you're trusting they and you're trusting, you know, whatever is manipulating you. Mm. But it's, is that really you living in fear then? Yeah. Uh, is it living in fear or living in manipulation? It's a different thing. Maybe it's fear through manipulation. Uh, I think, I, I, I don't know. I, I got a lot of hope for the human, uh, human beings. You know, I'm a, I'm a believer of men. I, I, I'm a believer of love. That's the first thing. I think love is the strongest force in the universe. You know, I think he always prevails. That's the first thing. But, uh, but there's that whole concept of why am I under attack? You know, when a war happened in your country, never, people never understand why it happened in the first place. You know what I mean? Wow, actually, this triggers a lot of things in my mind about Nietzsche, you're right, because I was reading the slave morality. Mm-hmm. He was thinking, it's called like slave morality. It's when they get into your mind. And how do you remember things? Through pain. Mm. So you have to use fear because that's the Trauma. trigger that is going to make people remember. And it's like love is love is like, yes, it's strong. But is it, is it like a trigger, the same trigger in your mind? I don't know. Why don't they use that? Because my mind went, why don't they use love? You know what I mean? Like mm. they could do this through, for so many things. And why is it fear not love? You know? Um, See, the first example that comes to I, mind for me is the... The whole uh, Aquarius generation, you know, Summer of Love, 1969, and things like that. Uh, so you got the the whole hippie movement that is all about love and and sharing and community and all that. And this was hijacked completely by elements of the government or of the of different Western governments to introduce very 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 potent drugs into that movement in order to destroy it. So that makes me, you know, that kind of connects to the fact that love, man, when you got a whole community that is in love, you, uh, if you're a person in power, you got to destroy them. You know what I mean? You got to destroy love because love is what is going to bring people together. Now, my next question is like, why do these, the they think they're in a position, like who are these people that they grew up and in their mind, they're like, this is my job. This is what I want my job to be. You know what I mean? Like these are jobs in the market. Like, you know, like, yeah, right? who are these? Like, like you go on Indeed and, and you get an ad for a, a senior mind manipulator. <laughs> yeah, like, no. just like a part of like the, the, the CIA, FBI, you know what I mean? Like, where, you know, why don't we get those jobs in the, right? Right. In the Indeed and all this stuff? Like, how, where do you apply so, for that stuff? So there's it's a... So, so through my research, I was able to uh, kind of pinpoint two category of people that are uh, that are doing those things. The first one is uh, people that are completely um, crazy. 
you know, uh, schizophrenic and uh, and uh, power hungry and uh, maybe murderers and oh, things wow. like that that are recruited yeah. because you know. It, but, uh, it's really not complicated. It's not because you are a PhD in chemistry that you're a perfectly sane person. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like you sane yeah. maybe with your science you applied, but in your mind you might have like, you might be a crazy murderer and still be a PhD yeah, in chemistry. Yeah, you could be a functioning crazy person. A func like yeah, functioning psychopath. You know, yeah. and we saw them. I mean, I mean, Hitler was a functioning psychopath. That's a perfect example. Yeah. Most uh, dictators are we are functioning psychopaths. Uh, uh, so, so those people are recruited uh, maybe also because they have uh, that high qualification in science or, or, or in their domain, but also because they are psychopaths. So when you're going to tell a psychopath that he's going to be part of an operation that might kill or manipulate thousands of people, that's his drive. Right, that he loves that. So there's this category that is big. Uh, there's there's a lot of guys like that. Uh, I, there's one I just researched, like I, I just found about him um, an hour ago, and uh, his name was Sidney Gottlieb. Sidney Gottlieb was a uh, was a uh, he's uh, he was an American chemist, and he was a spy master. He was the 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 guy, one of the guy in charge of that program called MK Ultra. And when you look at who this guy was, he was a complete murderer. This is a guy that is a cold-blooded motherfucker, you know. And uh, mm -hmm. that's why that guy ended up at that point. Right, so you got those guys that have been. There's a, there's another thing. It's a, it's a project called Project Paperclip. Most people don't know about that. Project Paperclip is basically when, after World War II, we decided to uh, bring back most German scientists on the American side because we were fearful that the USSR will uh, take them. You know, in in Russia, in order to to do their research, so we took them on our side, regardless of their past. You know, like oh, that guy, well, you know, he's the guy that is the chemist that made the the concentration, the, the 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 chambers in the concentration camp. Great, this guy is qualified. You know, he's a qualified murderer. We want him. We don't want the Russians to have him, so we want it. So with that Operation Paperclip, that's what we did. We brought all those crazy Nazis. They were not all crazy. Not all German scientists were crazy. Some of them already left Germany before uh, the fall of Hitler. But, but we brought some of them back here and put them in charge of our scientific projects in universities, in the military and all that. So you got that. Then, so some of them are psychopaths, obviously. Uh, if you sided with the Nazi and you were a major commander in the Nazi in Nazi Germany and you were a scientist, chances are that you did some dirty shit, right? So there's those that psychopaths aspect, and then the other category is people that have been bred into it. You know, they're not automatically born a psychopath, but because of the family they come from, before because of the environment, they we, they've been bred into CIA babies. That's what we call in that environment, CIA babies. It's people that from a young age, they've been driven. They saw psychologists. They saw all that that drove them into uh, uh, taking off that as that human aspect, that human connection aspect, because. They will be from a family that guarantee you that they're going to go up that social ladder and, and be able to access those high-end positions within the federal government. So those are the two categories of people. Then you got another third category is the people that are working on those projects that doesn't even know what they're really doing. You know, uh, we, we give you an assignment that is compartmentalized. Means Compartmentalized means you don't know what's above you. And you don't know what's after you. Like you just know you're working on a project. And then after that, the project goes in another office that you don't even know about. You don't know what's their goal. And basically, it's only the guy that created the project at first that know about it. So you just take this guy to be a psychopath and very organized. So so that do you understand? That's what happened. We take for granted. We always project things on ourselves, right? Uh, 
this guy cannot be a pedophile. How, how can you be a pedophile? You know what I mean? How can you be a pedophile? I will never hurt children. How can you hurt children? Well, it's not because you will never hurt children that nobody will. Do you understand? But we project that onto ourselves. When I say, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, when you talk about the story about Epstein and, and uh, the guy uh, taking all those girls on that island down there and, and raping them and things like that, for, for most people, for 99.9999% of the people, it's impossible to understand because in their own life, they will never do that and they don't even know anybody that will. But that doesn't mean that this guy didn't. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Did, did he answer your question? <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, yeah, yes, you did. You did answer my question. I forgot my question because I was so wrapped in, but I, now I remember, and yes, you did answer it. So so there's that thing. Uh, um, the, the fact that there's people uh, that uh, want to get into our brain in order to manipulate most uh, the biggest part of the population, there's, I don't have no doubt about it. How they do it? Now it's subject to research. Now, now it's something that among each other, uh, we gotta we gotta be able to say, okay, we know how consciousness work, and uh, is it possible? You know, but that now that's me that is asking you the question: Is it possible to manipulate the consciousness of a sad person? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like within what you know of consciousness, do you think that if I find a device that can get into your head, you, do you think it, it will be possible to do that? I say, yeah, I think so, honestly, because it's not like 24 hours of the day. I'm like fully in this like vibe. You know what I mean? Like mm. I get distracted by doing that, you know, like working you know what i mean you're distracted and putting yourself into that maybe you're you're you have to go through the manipulations you have to go through it like advertising and all that stuff you have mm -hmm. to go in that statistics and know how are people going to do your business you know what i mean like mm -hmm. so you have to it's hard it's it's hard because yeah i go through it every day on instagram like i in like social media you know you're scrolling for no reason if you look at your time screen time at the end of the week you're like what the hell you know yeah yeah very right um, right so and some of that thing is good you're communicating with people because that's our way of communication now and you're researching mm -hmm. right you're you know you're researching mm -hmm. and you're doing stuff but actually no you can't i can't even lie sometimes i'm just scrolling and you're waiting and but sometimes you're you're finding a lot of good things on instagram right but it's yeah. hard at twitter and like but it's, it's hard, hard to, because it's like, to separate the 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 the, the yeah, mechanical motion of just going through the screen and be like up hypnotized by that yeah. screen and the real interesting thing that's what it is okay you actually helped me realize the difference so it's the difference between surface level and you're you know when you're scrolling your attention span is short so you read a post you're not going to go deeper do you go deep sometimes you go to google and then go to the articles of that mini post that you see but sometimes you're like oh that's interesting next one yeah you don't go deeper and we don't know the true facts and we don't know everything about yeah, it yeah. you just so, take it you put it in a in a in your in a in a place in your brain and that just stay there yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, that's a cool fact I know. And then sometimes you say it to people, like, oh, I saw this on Twitter random. You don't even know. Maybe yeah. you don't even know if it's valid, valid. But you think Twitter, who, you know, why would it be lying, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, very right. But I don't know. What? I, but I think, it, I don't know. I, well, I think I think the thing is this. I think uh, if, we, uh, if we all turn off the TV, right, and uh, we choose, we choose what we're watching. Whatever, the TV or the internet. Uh, if we start really educating people on pick what you're watching, I think that makes a huge difference than just drinking the Kool-Aid. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, you're right. Yes, I'm just being like, right now in this moment in time, I guess like, I feel like I'm under the manipulation a little bit mm -hmm. and I haven't been going deeper. I, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. going deeper. Cause I, I've realized that with myself, I could drift. I've just some, I don't know if you ever like, um, I'm listening to the audio book. My boss gave me like the, the talk with the devil with Napoleon Hill or something. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, like, I know it. So we interview with the devil and he talks about drifting and he's mm -hmm. like 95% of the population are drifters. Mm -hmm. And it just, 
I can't even explain it drifting as well because I'm not, I didn't. Are you talking about drifting? It, you're talking about drifting in the mind, right? Your mind is yeah. drifting. You're a person, you're a drifter. You just let even smoking, you know, smoking it, tobacco, for mm. example. He's like, the devil's like, that's the number one thing. It stops mm. persistence. Mm. You you know, it stops persistence and you give up and you just do that cigarette. You just stop what you're doing. You go outside, it doesn't matter. And you think you're actually enjoying it. And you yeah. think you want to do this. And you make friends out of it and yeah. all this stuff. But guess what? That's how I'm getting you. That's how you're drifting away from your will and your consciousness. Mm. So I've been letting a lot of things like let me drift yeah. and i've been just falling under it because it's not like it all adds up eventually you know but it's not that bad mm. you know what i mean it's not that bad and and, and then, i mean how, how can you not i mean if you cut off everything you cut off the tv you cut off the internet you cut off the cigarette you cut off the weed you cut off the alcohol you cut off all that at the end you're a marginal you know at the end you'd rather like you an hermit what, what are you gonna do you're gonna go in the mountains in vermont and be by yourself You know what I mean? Yeah, in order, extreme, no, yeah. but 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 in order to be introduced in that society, you gotta somehow, some way, let yourself drift into it. You know, the, 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 yeah. we have that obligation of drift. I mean, me, I'm at a point in my life, to be honest with you, that I want to consider. I want the the thing that I want the most. I want to be able to say at some point that I'm an independent man. You know, uh, exactly. That's I, where I that's it. we're all in that process. Yeah, we're in that. We're all in that process. But it's about making it a goal and be like, no, I'm ready. Mm -mm. I don't want to be a society surfer. Do you understand what I mean? No. Like, I don't want to take that society wave and just surf it and let it go. And everything is beach boys and nice. Now that doesn't work this way. Sometimes you just gotta get out of the wave, you know. But uh, but it's tough, man. Super tough. It's the times. I mean, I, the society I got it, us find, like you know, like a claw, the claw. Yeah. Yeah, and I only notice the real. Like my consciousness really speaks to me when I slow down. Because hmm. I think sometimes you think doing and and doing things and planning and that's the way to do it, you know. But when you slow down, things come to you. Very true. You know, and just writing down your thoughts you know things like that to really make it like real you know just writing down your thoughts um your goals you know just like really talking to yourself too and just like you just know you're your own friend you're, you know you have to live with your consciousness your whole life so you might as well make it lit i love it i love it man i should write that stuff you gotta live with you with your consciousness all your life so you gotta take care of it oh you gotta well, take care like, of it and you're you gotta cherish and when you're sleeping you're When you're sleeping, you're not escaping from it. Like sometimes people really want to escape and just put yourself to sleep, but that's when your con your your subconscious is the loudest, and you need to listen to it because it knows more than you. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think We about have... dreams? What do you think about dreams? Oh, do you think that's a whole other episode? That's all of it. That, but that's <laughs> all consciousness. But that is also a part of consciousness. We have, like, I have this theory that because I, I have this theory that we have the The consciousness and the subconsciousness. We have two. We have a dual life. Yeah. We're not just in this life. We're also living in our subconscious life. We sleep as much as we're awake. Mm. In it, like one third of our lives are is sleeping. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. we sleep as much. Like basically as much. We need that to charge ourselves. Not only our body, but mostly our soul. We have like a soul rope. I. This is like a theory I saw actually on TikTok randomly. Some. some someone's like. This is a theory that they like saw from something else and they're reading, you know, whatever. I can't even tell you who it's from right now, but I liked it. And I know it's in my likes, but mm -hmm. I'm doing this from my head right now because it kind of validated one of my own theories I've been working up when I've been studying philosophy. And I just knew our soul like leaves our body when we sleep. And I've just been thinking, how does it connect? Like, I just know it goes back. And someone said there was like a, a soul string. You know, and I was like, that's that makes sense because you know that tug. You know, it's not. I'm not saying it's just. I, you know, but it's like. You know, if you ever really pay attention to your body and when you're shifting into the sleep realm, you could really learn a lot because you're there. Like, it's not like it's like random. You have to look it up. All these facts. Like, I am a living experiment. And of Gabriella Milano, you know what I mean? Like I am experiment of Gabriella and this friend of like, you know, human X, Y, Z, like who knows, you know? And like, I have to, and 
I'm going through this human stuff. I need to like, I want to pay attention to, I would stay still and like pay attention to when my like soul is leaving my body. Mm. I love it. Like, in, in, like, yeah, that I effect, literally like that, that, that feeling of lightness at the moment you feel yeah, asleep. Yeah. Very right. Very yes. Good, and like that, that it's a really slow, slow process. And it's almost like meditation in a way, but you have to, you have to keep yourself awake. You don't have, you don't go to sleep, you know? And some people experience sleep paralysis because their soul is awake in their body, but their body's done. Their body's not awake, bro. Their body is not awake. So they're, they're, they're oh, there. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm, I can't move. Why are my hands not moving? Because their soul is there. And that when I got sleep paralysis, I was doing backflips in my mind because I just was like, I knew what was going on, but it was like, felt like almost backflips. My soul was doing backflips, mm -hmm. you know? I um, you. Like I experienced astral projection by accident. Like I was just doing mad research. And then I feel like I went to sleep in the universe, like you're ready. And guess what? I go to sleep. It was like Christmas. It was like Christmas Eve going into Christmas. So that's the coolest thing. Yeah, my friend like just passed away um, in the beginning of December, end of November, and I watched the movie um, Billy and Andy. I don't know. I don't know. If you, like, you know, um, is that Billy and Andy or, ja you know, um, James Carey and 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 Andy, you know how he did a movie to do like to um, Billy and Mandy, Billy and Mandy, right? Jim Carrey. Uh, Andy, Andy, a. Oh Andy, yeah, Jim, yeah, yeah, Jim yeah, yeah. With the where he plays the role of that guy, that uh, that comedian, right? Yeah, and he's like, he was like, talking. He like literally encapsulated the soul of this person. He's like, I really don't know who I was when I was shooting that stuff. Like, yeah. I knew things about Andy, and I it was with his parents, and I just felt things that I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know him. I didn't know him before that, you know, and. I was just watching that documentary. I was reading a book on someone that was like in communication with their dead brother that they came to him. And I was just really educating myself with that. So I didn't even know what astral projection was. I just have to figure it out through my experience. So what happened was I went to sleep and then I just remember like waking up not in my body and in my soul and being able to move. I knew I wasn't using my body. I was using my soul because it was like moving different and the soul, the door would open when it was just so different the way I was opening my door to my house. So then I was at the stairs and I'm like, bro, I'm just like here. Like, I don't know what to do. So I'm like, let me just like throw myself off the stair. I'm like, what? Like, what do I do? I just, when I was actually rejecting, I didn't even know what to do with myself in a soul in my house in the middle of the night. What was the feeling? You know what did, I mean? did you have like a physical feeling or, or, or did you didn't yeah, like, feel I no feel physical like aspect? You just feel like, you know, you're not in your body. Like, you know, when you're in a dream, but you really think you're in a dream and you're in your body, you know, I know exactly I knew, what I you're talking my, about. You know, like, like a good, Good stuff to research on that subject. It's very funny you brought that. I mean, we didn't talk about it before. Uh, uh, there's a very interesting story. It's the story of Suran Suran, the guy that shot uh, uh, JFK brother, uh, Robert Kennedy. Okay. All right? Uh, so this guy, Suran Suran, that's exactly how we describe the thing. Suran Suran is, there's an old conspiracy theory saying that he was an MK Ultra. Uh, subject so basically they got into his mind in order to go kill this dude this guy had no intention to kill anybody to harm anybody but they got into his mind to go kill this dude and that's how he first described that's how the the whole conspiracy theory came about mk ultra knowing that at the time where that conspiracy developed nobody knew about mk ultra it wasn't disclosed at the time so but it's still he still started the theory. That's actually that story that brought MK Ultra on the mainstream, and uh, he described that exactly like that. That he didn't have control of his body. He had control of his mind, but not of his body. So is oh, it? Oh wow! Well, yeah, man, it's it's kind of crazy stuff. I'm all about that action. I love it. Oh. I love it because because to me, I know. Once you start dwelling into the consciousness and you start looking into what's going on in your head, you know, you know that it's a two separate things, the physical and the metaphysical yeah. entity, right? And uh, it is definitely possible in my mind to have a device, to study enough to get a device that does that to people because we can do it on ourselves already. 
right? With enough con yeah. enough focus. You said it. You went through that experience. So if you went through that experience, that means that somehow, some way, you can go through it again. And I'm sure with the right training, you can even do it almost purposely. Do you know? You know what I mean? Of course, and I've definitely been into like mine, you know, like I get into deep researchers like this, but like, and I, I get, and that, that's when I live a different lifestyle and I'm like, of consciousness and like spirituality, but like now it's more surface level and I know it's there, but I can't divulge as much because mm -hmm. it's like, I'm working all day and then I'm mm -hmm. tired and I just feel, you know, like yeah. feel like watching a show or eating and then watching a show and then going to bed. Yeah. And then, you know, and then it's like, I just notice I'm not, sometimes I'm not eager if I don't have like you know, an assignment or if you, you know, if you don't tell me like, look up this stuff, I'm not going to maybe find it myself. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I've just been going under that like manipulation of just drifting by. Yeah. And I notice myself going in and out. I go in and out. I know I'm aware of when I'm in it and I'm just like, whatever. And I'm aware of when I'm like, wait, gaps, like, come on, get you yeah, yeah. some painting, hey, yeah, some art, you. this, that, you don't have yeah. to be laying around. Yeah. You know, it's like, but I, I say that to myself in my head, but when I'm, when I'm laying down and doing it, but then it's like, nah, it's too, I, like, I really feel tired. I feel dreamed. That's a thing. It's like, but I know like, it is. you have to know the sources of energy. Is that a source? Is that resting me? Hmm. Right. It's me laying down yeah. and being, is that resting me? I, cause in my head, I'm yeah. like, Oh, it's so much work to go. Like, am I really resting? Like I might be running yeah. and resting more. You know yeah, what I mean? Like if I go for a run, would that energize me more? Like see me, I know I'm a, for an hour. I'm a swimmer. All right. And when I'm in yeah. the water, I feel I'm in another dimension. Very, very quick. Exactly. Very quickly, after a couple of minutes, a couple of laps, I'm in another dimension. I'm like high. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm high, but I'm yeah. low. I'm high, but I'm... <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah. and I'm doing exercise. Very intense exercise. I swim. I swim like I swim. I do my 50 laps, 100 laps. But I come out of that... I might be physically tired, but mentally I'm, I've never been better. You understand? Right. Because I transport myself on another dimension. And, and that brings me to the other thing. I'm always been, uh, not always, I'm, I'm, I would say recently in the last two, three years, I started digging into the fact that maybe we live in an alternate reality. All right, it's very tough to comprehend. It's after I watched The Matrix for the third time, fourth time, then I started to say, hmm, there might be something behind that. You know, and uh, that's another episode for another day. It's called predictive programming. But uh, okay, but, oh, you already know what it's called. I love it's it. Predictive programming. Yeah, that's what the TV they're putting in, into your mind. All right, so they they're basically showing you something that is gonna happen because they know not automatically that they know it's gonna happen this way, but they know somehow, some way. It, but, but again, it, it's a very complicated subject that I want to do a whole episode on it. Um, but but the thing is this. Uh, so I was, what was this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I, I, I'm getting to the point that, to uh, think that we live in that alternate reality. And what brought me to that is the whole concept of dreaming. I spent a lot of, I spent a lot of time, like two, three years ago, I had a, a whole series of very, very vivid dreams. And I, it, it was nothing special to it. It was just very vivid. If, if it, I woke up feeling like I did that thing. I was even tired from it. Do you understand? Like, yeah. it, and it was basic thing. It, actually, it was very funny because I was in France. In my dream, I was in France and everybody will talk English, will speak English. All my friends will speak English fluently. Everybody will speak English fluently. And I would not, I would not understand them, even though I'm bilingual. You know, it, it was weird. Weird, weird shit. And so when I start looking it up and all that, Found out that we might, there might be several levels of dimension that are completely controlled by our own energy, our own consciousness, right? So why not living in a, in another dimension? Maybe maybe we can even get out of it, you know. And and I I think that we getting out of it, we getting out of that physical dimension when we dream. It's one example. It's one moment where we get out of it, or when when you have like a, a, a you call it daydreaming and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, or people that are like uh, uh, the how do you call it? People that sleep that that walk when they sleep. Sleepwalking. Uh, sleepwalking. Sleepwalking. Uh, so I think this is two levels of consciousness. 
yes I like that because I was like where you know where do you go and what do you where how do you travel but I like how you define it as when that happens you travel through dimensions mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the concept of dimension is something very recent in history you know we never exposed that until Einstein and the theory of relativity so it's not until uh, uh, the, the second part of the 20th century it's not something that in uh, that is that is in embed in the in the human brain you know it's something that that is not taught so uh so this is the, the i mean listen all those subjects that we touch we can do an episode on each of them i think it's very interesting i love it well listen darling we've been uh we've been talking for 45 minutes i love it i love it i i, I, I didn't thought that we were going 45. to get all that from that like i i love it what dimension what dimension are we in? Yeah, right. We, we're the 44th dimension. As you say that, I'm looking at the time and it's 44.444. <laughs> the four hey. is our number today. All right. Perfect. All right, darling. I loved it. I love that discussion. I think it was great. I think we got a great thing going on. I just want to I just yeah. want to close it right there. I don't want to have to do uh, uh, 16 hours of editing on it, you know. <laughs> and uh, But I loved it, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I, My consciousness just went crazy. I love it. I, I just did not know what to expect. And I, I'm so glad it came. Whatever came out in my mind came out. I didn't know we were going to talk about what we talked about. And I, my consciousness knew before Gabby, before me, my ego right here. I don't know. Boom. I don't know what part of my consciousness just did that, but I, I did it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Fantastic. So, Gabby, tell me where we can find you again. Tell us where we can find so, you. So, you can find me at couple a couple of um a couple of handles my main is lollygabber and that's basically i made up that word because lollygagging is just like being like lazy and going around but lollygabber you know socrates made up this word the gift of gab okay you know what socrates died from you know what he died from you know why he was Good. put to death you know why he was poisoned to put to death you know what was his thing being a busybody because he asked people too many questions did you know that? That's you. That, That's you. That's you right there. So I love Socrates it. made up this idea, the gift of gab, and that's the idea to speak fluently and eloquently. <laughs> and I, my name is Gabby, and I, I picked that as my nickname, G-A-B-Y. And I just had to remake that word, lollygabber, because this is a person that goes deeper than the surface of situations. I need to know why. You know, sometimes it's annoying, and sometimes I hate those people that do that to me, and I'm like, oh, I, that's when I know it's my own gap. You got to chill sometimes. But, and there's not, oh, there's always a time and place to go deeper. You know, you have to think about the time and place and context. Sometimes I wouldn't think about it and just go for it, and you got to, that's when you got to step back a little bit, but, you know, curiosity killed the cat but you know cats are pretty freaking cool and they're psychics so, and they live nine you know, nine time they they right they got nine lives yeah so it's like Exactly. So curiosity killed the first life of the cat, but the eight other lives are lit. The, the aliens. I always thought cats were aliens, man. Like they defy gravity and they don't die. And yes. it's like cat is crazy shit. I love it. I love cats. I have a dog, but I love cats. Right? So, so Lori Gabber on Instagram. Uh, what's your podcast? What's your podcast? S Tell me. SOC, SOC pod. Stream our consciousness. I love it. Okay. And it's me, my friend Anna. And then my other sushi mommies. Sushi with, um, mommies. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Love it. So you got uh, both sides of Gabby, you know, talking raw and sushi mommies talking alcohol. You know, you talk about like feelings, ideas, mm -hmm. and then streamer conscious. We go like really, we try to go really deep. We make our own theories out there. Like one of love is pizza. That's one of, you know, one of our episodes, love is pizza. And love it. So. I love it. It's awesome, man. Thank you so much. No, thank for you. For recognizing my consciousness. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, not only I recognize you high level of consciousness, but uh, I see you freezing right now. You're in the car. She's in the car. She's freezing. So I'm going to I'm going to cut it no, off. No, no. <laughs> I'm so No, I'm going like this cuz I have so much energy. That's actually one of my like skins. It's so, coming out. I don't know. You probably see me do this. Well, you you're going to you're going to have sparks coming out of your hand if you continue. <laughs> uh, see, listen. Well, I, I love uh, it. I love it. Thank you very much. 
You really made my day. I was very excited. I'm even more excited now. I'm going to put that to editing. So uh, it's fantastic. Follow her. Uh, uh, stream our consciousness soc pod the sushi mommy podcast it's fantastic if you guys want to hear about lifestyle stuff if you guys want to hear about consciousness thing if you want to go deep into the mind of uh, i mean listen to me you have the wisdom of a 65 year old and uh, it's fantastic really? i love it I love it. I love it. I can have discussions with you. I can go another oh. four hours with you. All right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but I think we're going to have way more time next time. We're going to do another one for sure. All right. So I want to I want to cut it off here. And uh, and uh, thank you very much, guys, for listening. You know, I love you all. We love you all. Everybody love each other. We got to love each other. That's the word of the day, right? The love is the strongest. Love it. All right? This was uh, Sounds of a Frenchman. I'm CZ Young, your host. Please, guys, have a good day. Enjoy and be safe out there.